Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to episode 192 of the Rustquill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Slaharun Altan. Sel Sidebottom. And Azu. I'd like to congratulate you on not immediately just freaking out and all running into the top of London and then making things a lot worse for yourselves. I'm very happy to have reconvened you all here today so that we can continue the uh, the game. Thanks. 
How's everyone feeling? You're okay? Everyone uh, ready for just lots of new questions with no answers? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm hoping this is going to be a whole 45 minutes of you just info dumping at us. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of us can stay silent for a while while you spend 45 minutes <laughs> in different NPC voices explaining <laughs> everything. Yeah. That's what I'm banking on. Yeah, so. we'll just have a nap. All I'm planning <laughs> to roleplay is what drinks sell drinks. I mean, I thought what I'd do is I'd provide you all a text file and right. then we don't need to bother to record it. Mm. We'll just, the audience can know that you know now yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that should be enough for their needs, right? No, yeah. no, you have to say it out loud. <laughs> it's a ah. podcast, Alex. I mean, ideally via a, some kind of Socratic dialogue with myself, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. There's lots of NPCs here, we don't need to participate. <laughs> I'm looking at a room full of people who've immediately kicked back from their mics and just like, yeah, go on then. Fine. Yep. Thanks for yeah. that. Lovely. Summit Neil asks Wild, what on earth is going on? Scrock summarises. <laughs> Scrock and so, Greg have an animated conversation for 15 minutes. You are all on the steps of Barrett's Once Estate in what used to be Other London. I'm assuming you're going to go inside, but I, 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 I should probably ask. Do you want to go inside? Yes. Yes. The trap goes up. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Good God. So much build up for a basic trap. I will <laughs> say that Azu is looking up at Greg, very impressed and awed. The same way that you would look at, say, uh, an elephant or, you, you know, when... When you go to like the Natural History Museum and you see like the skeleton of the big blue whale, she's yeah, like, yeah. "Cool, cool, yeah. wow, that's very cool." <laughs> Sweet gains, bro. <laughs> yes, that's the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say, Greg notices. Just kind of gives you a little side eye and then a thumbs up, and he's just like. <clears throat> <laughs> Nothing beyond the like, thanks for noticing. I try. Yeah. It's difficult on a diet in other London, but I manage. I name this Grazu. <laughs> At which point then, basically, I mean, one of you opens the door. I don't really care who. And you head into a very familiar looking hallway. It would appear that the windows have been blacked out with, like, heavy cloth and stuff. And there's quite a lot of soft materials pushed up against the wall, like mattresses and things like that. But it is... Oh, the... so when you say familiar looking, it's because we all record in that kind of setup. Not because... It's your studio. Ben is literally surrounded by mattresses right Ben now. reaches out yeah. and touches his soft, squishy walls. <laughs> what I mean is you are in the hallway of Barrett's, which is where I know you were all able to like see and have a look around. Obviously, Helen, mm-hmm. this is all, all new for you. Barrett was a lovely person. You'll really get along with Barrett. <laughs> no, no, no. She has met Barrett and yeah. she told him that she didn't think he was a very good person. That is mm-hmm. a point as well. Where we walk in, Self will be like under his breath, I wonder what happened to Barrett. <laughs> oh, Heading into the hall... It is all squished up against the sides and there is a large empty space in the middle at which is stood wild with his arms spread wide. And then he's just like, hey, everyone. He sort of turns around and just shows like himself. And he's like, I I realise we normally have quarantine stuff, but I feel like the ship might have sailed a little bit here. Oh, wait, is he also naked? No, no, no. He's he's wearing his basic clothes, but he's just like, he's giving as non-threatening a thing as possible and just saying, I'm aware quarantine is a thing, but the ship sort of sailed on that one. Well, and if Mm. uh, we want to trust, um, oh, who's, uh, I'll look at Azu, who was your mate back at the, and I'll pull my eye down to show the inside of my eyelid. Oh, Chinua, yes. I mean, we still don't know about that, but the veined things that we saw were, very obviously 
the faint. And also, also, it seemed to infect a rat by touching it. So maybe uh, we have I mean, a lot more answers been, now. What? Fifteen minutes. Uh, okay, there's there's quite a lot of things I, at play I, here. I have apparently been here for three days. But wait, what? Uh, really? That that would scat. Okay, everyone, there's food prepped in a safer room as we can manage. I have some explaining to do and some people to introduce you to. We're not in a rush. Uh, just so that you know, everyone's fine. Summit Newell and Scrock are actually on patrol at the moment. They'll be back um, soon. Oh, good. We we were all here longer than you have clearly been. Right. We're not having to work with Barrett, are we? That guy's a dick. Wild sort of uh, gives a, 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 a piece of body language that you have learnt to spot immediately, Zolf, which is both his hands, he sort of gives a little flourish of the fingers. You may be ahead of me on that one, Zolf. Barrett was like in I jail said. in Damascus. Yeah, Grizzop put him in an Artemis temple. Again? Food? Sit? Talk? Wait, 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 wait. I mean, I've already eaten. How long has passed... Okay, I can at least put that. Like, Wild is starting to head towards basically a dining room, but is talking <laughs> on the way. It's okay. Starting it, to no, I know, I know. Wild's like, it's it's fine, it's fine. Summit, Newell, and Skrark were here the longest. They've been here about a week. I've been here okay. about four days. Cell must have come in more or less the same time I did. Okay, and and Zolf, you you said a few hours. Oh, so it's been like fifteen bloody minutes. Apart from before I met you. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. It, it seems it's to okay. be a side effect of the transport, but... Um, yes, because we got punted. I'm assuming you didn't. I, not really. I just kind of felt straight shot. It's, it's, it's planar rubbish, you know, time and distance, all the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Look, I, I know for a fact it hasn't been years. The whole world okay. hasn't changed in our absence. Okay. It's still okay. what it was. It, it, it just seems to be a, a minor side effect. Probably broadly instantaneous. Can we please... Not jump into any weird planar portals again. I second that. If the alternative is death, no. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure the alternative was death. Then... Um... Sure, then you can think and that. And we could well have died in the planar portal or been stuck for years while the world got even worse. Incredibly, a lot of the things we do is dangerous. Now I'm going to go eat. And I'll walk Wild off. has opened the door at this point to a comparatively inviting-looking dining So room. good to know you're learning from your decisions these days. Likewise. Oh. No, come Zolf, on. no, you come back here. I'm not, no. Look, you are the leader in the field. I followed you, even though I thought it was a terrible decision. But if you're going to stand here and tell me that it was still the right thing to do after we all got trapped in some sort of nightmare dimension and we've lost time again and been scattered potentially into who knows where in the middle of these blue beasts, then you, if you still think that was the right decision, you need to examine that because, I'm sorry, it was not. Uh, Zolf turns around, like, looks at Hammond while he's saying that, and just goes, and turns around and goes to eat. Zolf. Okay, Hamid, this is probably a conversation to have later. Um, He doesn't want to talk to me at all. He doesn't care what I've got to say. Look, I did it this time. He said to do something, so I did it, even though I disagreed. And he still won't accept that he needs to actually think through the consequences of his decisions. This is... Okay, okay, I mean, we don't have time for this, do we? We don't have time. Wild sort of puts a hand up and goes, we have some time. We're, we're not in any immediate danger for a change. Mm. Oh, that's a, that's a novel feeling. That's, yeah. uh, that's... I mean, don't go for a jog outside, what? but uh, <laughs> apart from that, we, we have some time to regroup. Hamid, let's, let's, let's eat something. Yes, that's a good idea. Take some deep breaths. I... I completely understand what you mean 
but it can be resolved in a little while, perhaps. Who heads through to the dining room? Well, Cell does like exchanging awkward looks with Greg. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Greg's, Greg. Greg like has yeah. zero tact whatsoever, and is really there making himself look small. And he's just like, <laughs> Cell raises their eyebrows and like, yeah, no. <laughs> this is what they're always like. <laughs> Greg kind of sidles to the dining room and then ducks inside. Um, mm. I'm happy, for, by the way, for you guys to have it out here. Mm. It's just I need to know who's in rooms and out rooms and so I pre-walked into yeah. the dining room. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Hamid will follow and get some food. Yeah. Understood. Ask me, I'm going to put the turn down food. Azu's probably going to like talk about exercise with Greg. I'm ass- for some reason, I'm assuming like a buffet situation. <laughs> so like- Pretty much, actually. It's very... <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll describe the setup and then let you play through that. <laughs> it is a modest fare. Mm. You're looking at, like, tins... You're looking at, like, maybe some, like, stale rolls or something similar. It's not much. The actual dining room itself seems comparatively plush. It is, at first glance, it appears to be not originally a dining room, but has been made as such and is in the centre of the building, so it isn't towards an exterior wall. And it has, yeah, it has a long table set up. It does have some, like, posho candles and so on. And Wilde takes a seat, says, yeah, help yourself, there's not much. But we can talk freely here. You don't need to worry about things hearing us. Um, apparently, there's been a lot of work to make sure of that. Okay. For now, it's just me. Others will join later if you're okay with that, but we thought it would be a good idea for you to start with a f- with friendly faces. All right. Hmm. Azu's going to try and sit, like, next to Hamid, but also next to Greg, because this is, like, her good old friend and also she now has a new friend she's gonna be like have you ever bench pressed two halflings because they can be like really fun do you, do they- you legitimately ask that <laughs> yes oh yeah yeah no uh so there's the uh there's the other london games which hasn't happened in a while obviously but yeah i used to uh hold a couple of records he goes over to a chest of drawers kind of looks sheepishly and then with a st- Astonishing ease just lifts up like what's clearly a full chest of drawers in a hand, like it's a like like a light piece of paper and puts it down. <laughs> he looks super sheepish about it though. Oh Azu applauds though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Azu's just like, I'm sorry, I, I never meet people well, very, very rarely meet people who are taller and as strong as me, so this is a delight. Uh you're oh, very How do you think I feel? Gosh, gosh, isn't it hard? And now she's going to start talking about yeah, yeah, tall people fine. problems. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Greg is right there with you, to be clear. Uh, Are you comparing Greg... forehead scars from all the times that you've walked into doorways? <laughs> yeah, Greg. Greg's like, oh my God, I know, right? I'd say Wild is, not, Wild is not being deliberately, like guarded or anything but he is kind of letting people pick when they want to start talking so if you guys want to have some rp prior to that that's fine he's not pushing the fact or anything but he's there just kind of giving people a calm in sure does anyone want to pursue any other rp before big important stuff as in big important law stuff and it's going to be awkwardly quiet awkwardly yeah Zolf is focusing mm-hmm. on eating i mean Ham- hamid said what he has to say <laughs> And Zolf has dismissed his opinion as not not mattering, so... Yeah, the tension... Yeah. Palpable. Mm. There's definitely some tension there. Wilde eventually is like, 
So, how are people feeling? Uh, steady enough for a bit of a discussion? Uh, I, I should flag up. Is it okay for me to make some notes because I keep losing my memory and it would... Wild looks a little bit concerned at that one. I was only made aware that you've arrived recently. Greg sort of puts her hands up and is like... Uh, yeah, I couldn't make contact for a little bit. Um, it, it should be... I mean, I, it, I've seen it happen. It'll wear off, if not now, then any moment. Okay. Yeah, feel free to write notes. Is Cell beginning to remember what they had done in the last three days or so? Yeah, you are starting. You are, in fairness, you are starting to get patches as you look back. Mm. It's nothing especially remarkable. There is a brief period where Greg had a bit of a scare with a beastie, right. and you, like... I'm going to say you caved in a tunnel or something similar. Okay. That's the most exciting thing. It's mostly been meeting Greg, Greg doing an, a little element of initial nursing because you were actively incapacitated. Mm. Nothing huge, really, just like, you know, food and drink. It, it, it is worth flagging up that this is like memory things. Yeah, yeah. And taking control of a character uh, is something that one like needs to be done very carefully. Obviously, we have been doing this for five years together and we can like pause and discuss things off recording and stuff but it is worth being explicit about how it's something to be careful with yeah it's a good point to remember that yeah we do pause and discuss things and have had a pause and a discussion of this but yeah as a, as a general rule you want to avoid that i will be explicit now though and say it really was a case of day one consisting of basically being just being brought back round day two consisting of you wanted to go look for people Greg would help mm-hmm. and day three being basically the day that you're at more or less now with mm-hmm. maybe a little like scary moment for the sake of flavour escaping one of the beasties at some point and that's it cool okay you can choose to add extra elements of conversation with Greg if you want but Greg will have repeatedly gone basically I probably shouldn't be the one to explain things just because I always muck it up that will have been Greg's sort Aww. of repeated phrasing Aww. I choose to add that we had very nice evenings making traps together and teaching each other poems that we... Greg's knew. well into poetry. Yeah. <laughs> well into poetry. Having spent quite a long time working on small boats and while they were trading vessels, you know, not really fishing boats, but like in small fishing villages and stuff, like Cell, you know, expresses interest in eels, which Greg still... Even if they're not in stock... Greg, I assume, still likes. Uh, you know discuss. that Greg is a sucker for a sea shanty, though he knows none. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Cell uh, has sung uh, what uh, one that they heard uh, Zolf singing with full credit. Yeah, you're, you're going to go ahead and just be fast friends with Greg then, because Greg's a very easy person to be friends with anyway. Yeah. So Wild, I'm going to say, is sort of sat there. He is joining you in eating, but he's he's being comparatively calm and going. Okay, right. Um, quite a lot to cover here. Again, Summit Newell and Scrock will be back. We, we weren't sure when you were going to be back. Very quickly, uh, yeah, it seems we have been about a week's difference of, of, of time. Um, there don't seem to be any other complications in that regard. I'm guessing all of you fell through what we're thinking are various planes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, one of them was full of clockwork, which I, I have to admit I'm keen to return to. Is that something that Zolf would know? Because Ben yes. knows what it is. Okay. Yes. Oh, that would be the plane of lawfulness. Lawfulness? Yeah, plane, huh. of, plane of order. Huh. I just, I just thought that there might be really useful, intricate clockwork mechanisms to play with, but... I mean, hmm. I, I suspect you probably have a lot of fun, but you'd be playing with an entire plane. OK, 
okay. Uh, something, something maybe to consider another another time. I won't I won't derail. As you know, let's cut that because Cell would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you this. Uh, Wild presses on. How about that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's that's much better. It seemed to hit Scrock the hardest, but he's okay. Everyone's everyone's recovered well. Um, so you'll right. have seen the uh, beasties. Yes, the beasties wandering around. Those seem to be what happens if you take blue veins and you add them to remains instead of living creatures. Oh. Right. Don't get hit by them. It looked like a skeleton animated with plant matter. Yeah, um, so that leads to... You may have guessed where we are, obviously, looking around. Yeah. Uh, so, other London. Um, it would seem that the simulacrum that you originally were commissioned to track, protect, etc may have flowered which is what kicked everything off I beg your pardon do you mean that (sighs) bloody head I couldn't find is the entire problem yes and it's not your fault either ah Okay. Let me give you some more before you react. It would have gone that way either way. If you had found it, it would have just gone off in a different place. Not in the business of what ifs anymore, but I Good. need a moment and That's I will fine. get up and leave. Uh, Wild takes a moment. He's like, I would suggest that I don't carry on until uh, Zolf comes back. There's a lot to cover here, but um, I have it on good authority that. This would this was an inevitability. The fact that bits of it were lost track of, it would have just gone off in someone's vault, but it would have still had the same effect, so it's best not to dwell. So was it deliberately rigged? I can tell you what I know. Let's just recap. When we were in London, we found an arm in one of the big, what are they called, silos, I sure. guess, and... We suggested that they dredge it fully. Did that ever happen, or did it...? From what I gather, yes, it did, and that's when the first people were exposed. Right. Again, I don't want to go into huge amounts of detail till Zolf gets back, but um, I'll say I fortunately was found by friendlies, not enemies, and I have been gaining info from them. I'll be introducing them soon, but again, I'll, I'll wait for Zolf. We've got a little bit of time. If anyone has any pressing questions until then, I'm obviously happy to answer. I might go and uh I mean should I should I go up after after him? I think he'll come back when he's when he's ready because I think he'll yeah. come back himself. Yeah. Okay. I'll go grab him if I need, but the question is how long does somebody wait before somebody goes and gets him? Yeah. I'd say Wild would give it a solid ten minutes, and then if Zolf doesn't come back at that point, Wild would excuse himself and go try and fetch Zolf himself. Does the ten minutes elapse? Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yes, sure. sure. <laughs> uh, Zolf's like, this is baby sulk talk. <laughs> Ten minutes. Wild heads out of the dining room. Does he have any idea where Zolf has gone? Oh, well, I didn't leave a trail of breadcrumbs. No, but what I mean is, is Zolf <laughs> loitering in the hall? Has Zolf oh, right, left no. and gone running, crying into the dark? Like Zolf is not in the hallway. I mean, okay. I, I don't know why I'm being coy. Zolf is sitting on the steps outside. Right, okay, cool. Then Wild will quite easily be able to, like, find you quite soon and just come and sit next to you for a bit. Doesn't say anything at first, though. Uh, I will break the silence. Look, just go back and give people the briefing. I don't care. I just want to know what I need to do to make it right. I don't. Just, yeah. That's what the briefing is. (laughs) Then give me a summary now and then go back. 
not sitting in a room full of people. Okay, fair enough. Barrett's going to be along soon enough. Oh, brilliant. Turns out the Cult of Hades are effectively our allies these days. <laughs> I, we know I, who no, made no, the simulacrum no, and why. What, where do you need to point me to sort this out? If you don't have an answer, go away, work it out, and come back to me with an answer. That's what I care about. There's going to be a bunch of discussions, Olf. If you want to sort them out, then, that's okay. Yes, then go away and do your discussions. Leave me alone. Okay. Please. All right. Just... Leave me alone, please. Don't leave the compound, please. That's all oh. I'm asking. I'll look at him and go, well, duh. <laughs> Wild, Wild backs off and heads back into the dining room. So, Wild sits down. I guess we're doing this without Zolf then. Um, so, so are like, like big eyes at Azu and Hamid. Like, what the fuck? What? I just think there needs to be some eye contact made and some like, are we okay with this? Mm. Azu kind of shrugs back. Okay. Grant um, just openly states, is, is Zolf really upset? Is, is that why? Yeah, yes, um, that's that's why. Zolf is very upset. Right, yeah. It was it was ambiguous. No, it's it's not ambiguous. Zolf is uh, quite upset. That's why he's not coming here. Th- thanks for clarifying. I do appreciate that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm going to press on, though. Yeah, you, you do you. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use that as a break. I've got, I've got to. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> I don't need you. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. So, yeah, that concludes the explanation. We did it off air. We just thought it'd be quicker. And... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're not allowed. Well, I thought that was extremely clear and concise, Bryn. No. Thank you. You didn't like that. It's fine. Well, I'll, I'll redo it for everyone else's benefit, I guess. So, Wilde sort of sits there and goes, okay, um, I'm going to explain how I have this information and I'm going to explain what the information is. That seems the most sensible way of doing it, if that's okay with everyone. All right. Yeah, yep. Me, apparently Summit, Newell and Scrot got here first. I came a little afterwards. I was rescued by someone wearing a cowl and with tentacles for a face, if you can connect those dots. Oh. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Are they here? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not in the building right now. I, I thought I, I, I've heard the story, and I was pretty sure they were the bad guys. So was I. Okay. They still sort of are. Oh. But then again, the world isn't really split into good guys and bad guys, is well, it? Well, no, no. I, I, I just thought that I one mean, they are was... the group who kidnapped our families. I, I'm not so worried about good guys and bad guys, but mm. I, I do tend to hold a grudge about that sort of thing. I am not saying not to. Oh, Wild, you must have been so scared. Um, yeah. Could have been worse. But then again, I have a very active imagination. Huh. They basically brought me here. And then a few days ago, I had the luxury of being introduced to Barrett. And Great. He's back in the, the picture too. situation here. And as a result... Again, the quarantine's sort of fallen apart a little bit. But what Barrett's been saying at least makes sense and scans. I've seen a couple of our cloaked friends wandering around. They seem to be facilitating movement. You know, one of them will have guided you here, from what I understand. Oh! The sending I received. I thought that the voice sounded a little bit familiar. Yeah. And in terms of timelines then... I'm going to say as much as I am able, but Barrett's going to be our person for real exposition. It's complicated. I'm going to try and do it as well as I can. It starts with Tesla, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, exiled, if you remember, after the lightning rail disaster. Yeah. Well, turns out while he was out in North America, he might have become aware of a uh, couple of plants that we might all be familiar with by this point. And when he returned, he began work on the simulacrum. And then when he was looking for funding, a certain very secretive group may have made contact with him, specifically the Cult of Hades. Hmm. And they were funding his work. As the work progressed, obviously Tesla did a bunch of travelling, we already know that. Um, explored the Garden of Yerlik, turns out Summit Newell had a bit of a... Uh, so it was emotionally compromised by him when he was visiting. And, um... Oh! Yeah. And then it seems that Tesla may have recognised the dangers of his work and axed the project. 
bit late, of course, but I suppose... Well... That's the point when the Cult of Hades decided that they'd just find someone else to finish the work. Enter Edison. Correct. And these these are our friends. Enter Edison, who then Tesla may have taken issue with and may have made his own private arrangements for the simulacrum to be removed from the picture via the serpentines. So Tesla was behind the attack on the unveiling party? So it would seem. I don't think he was the person pulling the trigger, but I think he was certainly the person who was hiring the person pulling the trigger. As a result of that, a lot of things sort of triggered automatically. Can we just... Tesla was building the simulacrum just because he could. He's the kind of, as I understand it, he's the kind of man that does that sort of experiment. He builds things because he wants to find out if it's possible. But presumably the cult of Hades were funding him as a way to create an army to... They wanted a weapon against the meritocrats. Yeah. Oh... That's why you found all of those husks out in Damascus. They were already in mass production before they had the prototype deconstructed for mass production. Yeah. Turns out, (laughs) it's not just the Harlequins who had an issue. Just turns out that the Cult of Hades are a little more um, extreme. Hence their uh, friends who none of us particularly get along with. Okay, just uh, like to to clarify, the the friends who are friends but we don't get along with are the, you called them squizzards in the past, who had the tentacles who yes. are now our friends but were not our friends in the past and they kidnapped your family and that is why you lost your friends in Rome? Yes. 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 We're, I'm going to simplify. We're in an enemy of our enemy is our friend kind of deal here. The Cult of Hades turns out have been who have been trying to get in contact with you. I know Grizzup drove them off and uh, turns out our your ex, Azu, yes. was brought to us via their powers as a mediator who we abandoned in there. Uh, oh, is is he okay? Well, is, we didn't abandon him. No, yeah, no, not but deliberately, you know I mean. but so he's not so he's all, he's not infected or he's, he's safe. All right? He's he's safe, he's fine. Um, oh, okay. Confused. That's good news. All right. And I'm assured not a hostage, but I'm giving you the info that I have. Mm-hmm. Can I so so they were trying to trying to make the simulacrums, but now the the simulacrum escaped and there's too much simulacrum or the simulacrum is going to help us fight the blue the simulacrum evolved oh 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 okay. the simulacrum is the blue veins right. so the the army of simulacra in damascus never would have worked they didn't have showing said he didn't give them a functional fluidic system and they didn't have this seed which seems to have been crucial to the functioning of the prototype anyway correct the cult of hades were beginning manufacture hoping that they could introduce those elements later get ahead of the curve basically so as it stands here's the situation london's gone obviously and has been taken over we're in other london underneath there there is a large mature seed at the center of all of this which seems to be connecting all of the people via some kind of i think zolf called it a gestalt which is as good a word as any and the cult of hades have a very specific objective and again, Barrett will be able to tell you more. Apparently he joined them a little late, but he knows more than I do. They wanted to overthrow meritocratic rule by any means necessary, as opposed to, you know, something a bit more subtle. And it may seem that they were very keen to make any allies in that goal, no matter how dubious, hence our squizzards. And it would seem that they enjoy being uh, subject to the yoke of a extraterrestrial plant, 
They seem to enjoy that even less than being uh, ruled by dragons, let's put it that way. Right. Were they going to try and rule the world once they got rid of the meritocrats? Do you want what they've said or what I think? Because they're not the same answer. Both. Both would be good. What they say is no. They just want to restore what they consider is the balance, whatever. To my eye, I don't think they'd have complained if they accidentally ended on top of the pile, if you see what I mean. Are we going to have to kill them all after we sort this out? Who's them? The Cult of Hades? Yes. I don't know. I don't think they're trying to overthrow the world. I don't think they see themselves as... It's not really relevant anymore. The world has been overthrown. The question is what comes next, and I wouldn't trust any of them as far as I could fireball them, frankly. I I like the way... So I'm I'm glad that everyone else assumes that there is an easy, after we sort this all out, solution. But I, I just have to say that I have not picked up on that from the information available so far. Just If there was... If there was there, how we fix this... Did I miss? Because I... That's what Barrett's coming to talk to me and now us about today. Sorry, Cell. It's just, it's very personal. Oh. But you're, you're right. No, you're no, right. no. I, I, I'm not. I, I think they, they, uh, it, it sounds like they, I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry about your friends. I don't think that kind of thing, it's, it's not that you don't forgive things that you don't, you need to not forget, you know, so it doesn't happen. They, 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 if they're willing to do that, they're not the kind of people that I want. There's one last piece of information. Ooh. All right. Not their doing, but the Harlequins are gone. All of them? Cairo fell. <gasps> oh, no, what? I don't know about your family, Hamid. I know that they weren't there. No, they weren't. But that's weren't. all I know. I know Curie's dead. Oh, oh, no. I know Cairo's gone. And to all intents and purposes, the Harlequins have fallen. Which means that our list of... We've always operated on our own. That's been the way as long as, <laughs> as, long as we've been doing this, but... The Harlequins aren't really in the picture anymore, as far as when I When you say Cairo fell, you mean the Blue Veins invaded? Uh, yes. I know your family weren't there, but I don't know what has happened to them now. I haven't had any word from Einstein and Ed, but that would make sense. They've been maintaining a communications blackout, as they should. We ac- I, I sort of accidentally called Einstein earlier. Um, so he's still alive. So, A, you're still holding onto a mobile stone, okay? And B, you literally just spoke with Einstein. <laughs> you knew that, Oscar. We've no, had no, the mobile stones all along. We never gave them. We didn't use... Well, I haven't used them. That wasn't an accusation. I'm not angry. It's just useful information to know. For all I knew, they've gotten left along the way. I'm just checking. So you've had contact with Einstein? Yes, he said he was busy. But he sounded like himself. Okay, um, a couple of last pieces of info I've been told to make life a little bit easier, but then we're drawing near the end of what I know. All right, but Einstein's on the on the maybe pile. Assuming, by the way, that all this intel is reliable, but it's not like I have exactly many avenues left to explore. Seems that people know a bit more about the infection while we've been out of the loop. Uh-huh. It seems our behind-the-eyes thing has been verified by a couple of sources, again, assuming they're not all in league, but at this point I don't really see what our blue vein friends would benefit from convincing us they're not and keeping us in a box down here whilst the rest of the world has already fallen. I don't see the play there, assuming they're intentional at all, but um, the other one is, well, that. Infection's intentional. It's directed. It's not, a, it's not a, just an organic action. They, they, as, a, as a collective, they have wants. 
that if they want to move towards something, they'll they'll infect it. But what that means is you can be exposed without being infected if it doesn't care. It's why everything seems to have been getting infected in the worst order possible. Why they never seem to be drawn out into a fight that they can't win. Ah, uh, that makes sense, I guess. In terms of the nature. Touch. It seems to be touch-based, not airborne, but it seems to pretty much come down to whether they want you infected or not is the primary factor as to whether it's going to come up. So is that one big brain out there controlling... I think it's more one big brain spread out amongst everyone who's been infected. But what does it want? Is there one thing we can destroy? I don't know. That's what Barrett's coming here to say. I think so. The way people are talking, they're being very coy when I ask the right questions. I think they have an idea, and I think what they're trying to do is sound us out to see whether we'd be amenable to chasing it down. But you have to know, I, that's it. That's everything I know. I don't know what that plan would be. I don't I don't how, how, know how it would work. But that's, that's the shape of things. You said there's one of these plants at the centre, the same as the one in the garden? Sounds like. Is, is, is that how we got here? Are they connected somehow? Through a transdimensional vector? They don't know. I think yes. There are whole chunks of other London that are awash with the, the roots of the root structure of this thing. We have to assume surely there were four. The one we saw had three bulbs, a flower or flower buds were they? And they connected to different locations. Surely we have to assume there are four of these plants. Hmm. In different places in the world. More or less. Svalbard. London, the garden, Yarlik, and the North America where he originally made contact with them. That makes sense. It scans. So this might have been happening in North America as well. Yes. But this is assuming that it's all, like, we're making so many assumptions here. For all we know, it's barely started in North America. For all we know, it's more advanced in North America than it is here. It hasn't spread from Russia. No. Which isn't a small thing. Did it spread from Svalbard? Do we have any information about that? As all we know is that it spread from London. As far as they're telling me, yes. You, ha- you have to remember, it's not like the... <laughs> I hate the word squizzit. It's not like the squizzits are particularly talkative. It's like extracting information from a stone. It's really, the easiest way to do that is with very strong lights. I mean, I'll be honest, from my perspective, the way I'd extract information from a stone is by smashing it open. But at this point, I feel <laughs> okay, like that might so, not help us. Speaking of stones... I still have the, the mobile stone. I still believe my brother has one. I don't want to do anything that's going to put anyone here in greater risk, but... Call them, Hamid. Is that if okay? If you want to do it alone, that's fine. But at this point, I, I don't mean to sound fatalist. What difference does it make in terms of, like... Thank, thank you. If, if, if they're going to be infected, they're infected. If they're not, they're not. We, we, for all I know, what's left is us and some Hades... That's a very real possibility here. Okay, okay. I get the mobile stone out of my bag of holding. I'd like to give a quick out-of-character shout-out. I don't have the message open in front of me right now. At some point a few months back, a listener got in touch with me and told me that I'd been pronouncing one of the uh, brothers' names wrong. So I have been pronouncing it Ismail and Ishak. Um, mm-hmm. And although that there's you know several variants of the name from sort of similar countries in the region, apparently it should be Ismail and Isak. So I've tried oh, okay, to cool. correct my pronunciation. Oh, uh, and I really appreciate that listener getting in touch with me about that. That is obviously, I thought I was doing it right. Uh, and uh, I'm always happy to receive that kind of uh, correction. And thank you. And I hope I got it right that time. But thank you for people I who do that. I have to check my notes. I forget. Which of the two is younger? I've forgotten. It's been so long. <laughs> 
I'm going to roll use magic device to try and contact. Yeah, that's fine. 30 total. Ooh. You initially get a response, which is kind of like, you know, a bit staticky, doesn't really come through, and then you get a... Hamid? Yeah, yes, is... Isaac? Hey! Hey, 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 how you doing? How you doing, Hamid? I'm alive. Uh, are you all uh, alive? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Um, we're... Like oh, don't tell me where you are. A lot's happened to me too, but we can't. If if one of us, if something happens to one of us, we can't risk the enemies finding out. Just tell me you're moving away from Cairo, somewhere safer. You need to get oh, we, further. We, oh yeah, we we left Cairo ages, good, ages ago. Good. Yeah, I know, but I want you We're to. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Good. It's quite nice. But um, but might help to go further. But are you all right? Um. For, for now, still what's trying... What's that, what's that? Ed says hi. <laughs> Tell Ed hello. Tell Ed thank you so much that he's... I'm just glad you're all together and you're all helping each other. Oh, no, Ed's, Ed's been really, really good. He, he's the one that led us out. Einstein, um, he had to head off and do other work stuff, of so it's just, it's just really been the family and Ed for a while, but he of said course. that he'd, he'd keep an eye on us. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I just I'm so glad to know you're all okay. Okay, we can't we can't keep talking for long. It's still dangerous, but Wait, wait. Um as it sort of leans over, have you heard from Emika and Vizik and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh Emika and Vizik, they uh, I know that they were at Cairo when everything went bad, but oh. then they got out. They they, they made oh. it out. Oh good. Oh good. All right. They're, they they sort of rejoined with some what I mean, they might have made it out. Yeah, not too much. Not um, too much. It's okay. Uh, and right. they might be fine, and you might not have to worry about them. That's very that's very useful information. Thank you. No, it isn't. Uh, no, I am. No. <laughs> that's, very, all very we, that's all we needed. All we needed to know. Okay. Are you coming back, Hamid? I hope so. I, I hope so. I really hope I get to see you all again. Okay, we have to go. We have to go. It's not safe. It's not safe. Just... Give everyone my love and look after, keep looking after each other. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, thank thank you. Bye. Aww. Bye. Bye. Yeah, the stone goes dead. Okay. Azu offers Hamid a hug. Thank you. Hamid gratefully accepts. We could... Emika had one as well. Einstein gave one to everyone who was there. We could try contacting him too. You want to hear his voice? Don't know how I safe think, it would be. I think it's more likely that Emika would be in the middle of something than your brother's. I don't want to distract him and I, um... uh, There's another thing. Don't forget. With the veins, they know what we know. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, what that means is if if we fall, they know that your family's safe, but they don't know where. Yeah, that's... That's all we can Which is an acceptable risk. If you want to contact Emika, I don't have a problem with that. But... You don't want to say where you are and you don't want to know where they are or what they're doing. I, uh, I think I would rather not know until... I would rather not. That's okay, Azu. That's it would be worse if I called and... This this way, this way I can, you know... Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. I give Azu a hug back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cell comes over and, and like, 
gives you both. I hug Sal. Hey, I hug Sal too. The extra long arms. Can do the circling. Hey. <laughs> Greg kind of loiters. Azu beckons Greg in. <laughs> arms go around all of the people simultaneously. Wild gives a sort of well-meaning eye roll as Greg just like. <laughs> yeah, Hamid beckons Wild in as well. Come on, Oscar. You too. <laughs> Wild comes over and gives a sort of pat-pat on Greg's arm a little bit. Well-meaning, but he's... Yeah. Cell seizes Wild. <laughs> yeah, and Hamid hugs Wild as well. <laughs> anyway, 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 enough, enough, enough. All right. The only other thing you need to know is there isn't really much in a case of uh, resistance. Uh, there's Greg here. There's a few others. Barrett's going to be telling us more about it. I know Barrett's part of it, but I've only met Greg and the... <sighs> Squizzards. I have right. one other question, Oscar. Mm-hmm. In all this, did it come up? Who was hexing you? <laughs> so that was the cult? I suspected as much. It's almost mm. like they don't like someone interfering with the simulacrum. It's almost like they get a real bee in their bonnet, especially when that person keeps doing it, even when everyone else says it's a done deal. They didn't like any of us very much. It's a... Uh, Kind of flattering. Going to be difficult to work with them, but if it's the only way to defeat the veins, I don't see what choice we have. I'm unconvinced right either now. way at this point. I do know how they've been uh, tracking us and how they managed to keep finding you randomly and, and keeping tabs. Oh? It seems that you didn't get off scot free in Cairo with the uh, assault on the uh, heart. What? Locks of hair. Oh, that would make sense. An arcane link, yeah. I mean, before that, I was wearing the ring Barrett had me put on and, until Damascus. Like, they could have tracked that. I, we always knew we were vulnerable to that, unfortunately. That's quite skilled, because my hair is very short. <laughs> Maybe it was a I fingernail or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Might not have been your hair, Azu. I mean, if I remember correctly, Azu, you had a bit of a rough time. It could have been a tooth. Or blood. Oh, I I did I did get beaten up. Yes. Sorry, that was an OC comment. I know. <laughs> yeah. Zolf, <laughs> <laughs> to my memory, you didn't get beaten up. What you did is you took a lot of people down. That's that's my memory of it, right? Thank you. As it was genuinely touched. I think this is like the first like overt personal praise that Wild has ever given. <laughs> oh, and I have one last piece of good news to round things out. Go on then. Hmm. You all know I've been a little bit different since Resurrections well it comes up with some pluses and some negatives one of the pluses being apparently I have a good idea of how the rest of them are doing back at uh, the Ursons oh oh, oh that's good news it isn't it isn't like having a conversation no I know that they know we're okay oh good and good. I know that they're planning to help how they can but that's basically all I can really good to have that that must be quite that... a strange experience Oscar are you Coping with it's, that all right? That I can handle. Good, good. I, I, I'm kind of struggling to explain. I'm very aware of all the people above us. Is it Sasra and Carter that you have a specific link with, or is or or is it like every everyone in the world? It's like being in a crowded room and then you hear a voice that's familiar yell your name. Ah. Right. Gosh. Summit Neil says it's not unusual. Um, we shouldn't worry. Okay. So you, you can't pass messages? It doesn't really work like that. It's more feely. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. But that's it. That's everything. I've, I've got nothing else. Barrett will be here soon, and we'll take it from there. Great. All right. Barrett. And Barrett's one of the ones we like? Or No. no. Oh, okay. No. Just checking. Just checking. Right. Barrett's 
a third type of person we don't like. There's a lot of enemies that we've made over the years now I think about it, actually. Mm. Yeah, we made enemies for the right reasons, I think. What about Kafka? Was that related? Does the Cult of Hades have something to do with him? They wouldn't tell me. I think Um, yes. That sounds like a yes if they wouldn't say. I know, right? I mean, I I still don't quite understand the Cult of Hades. I mean, Hades was the god of death, as I recall, and the dark magics that the Romans used. I'm not too clear on the details, so I assumed that they would be, you know... They do have evil wizard, rah, I'm going yeah. to rule the world vibes, don't well, they? Well, or, or, you know... Throne of bones, that the, kind of the thing. The summoning of undead, you know, typically associated with, you know, evil priesthoods. That's mm. kind of assumed what I would the cult of Hades would be doing. I just don't really... Anyway. Maybe Kafka was summoning the undead to put the blue veins in them and take over Prague. I mean, it sounds like another army that might take down the meritocrats, if that's what they yeah. were going for. That's my current running theory. I mean, army of robots, army of zombies, maybe they're just filling their boots, you know? It's always good to have a backup plan, you know? Zombies plan B. Quite surprised the cult of Hades haven't tried to, you know, redirect the blue veins to their own purposes rather than just fighting them. My guess is they did and failed. Mm. Mm. On that, I'm going to jump to Zolf sat on the steps obviously I would say no you know what I'd say if you sat on the steps and if you close the door and so on you wouldn't be able to hear even a murmur of conversation like it's they've deliberately soundproofed as much as they possibly uh, yeah, can yeah and if there's, if the door had been opened Zolf would have closed it yeah so I'm going to assume that you sort of sat on the exterior steps but you ain't hearing anything no nope. so yeah as the time rolls on and people are talking you'll maybe hear a very very distant like echoing deep in the cavern you know mm-hmm. a drip of water here a steam there and then there's a particularly uh like a, a dense cloud of steam brushes, you know, the outside of the gates, and then stood there is a uh, short-ish human with uh, two rather elongated cowl figures on either side, stood outside the gate. Uh, just lock eyes with an absolutely furious stare. <laughs> Barrett gives a, a sort of little two-finger salute, and I'll end the episode there. Just so you know, two finger yeah. salute sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that phrase. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out Barrett just flips you off of there. <laughs> Jogs on. No, I meant I meant a sort of like uh you know, a half salute where like a lazy, like casual, sloppy salute. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> I'll give him what a an entrance! But if you'd said a three-finger one, I would have thought, "What, like the Cub Scouts?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Does that count as, a, as, as some answers, at least? Right? That's yeah, some answers. Lots of answers. Yeah, yeah. Right. loads of them. Fine. See how generous am I? All you're now done is trapped in a dying world underground with only enemies as your friends. Cool. Lovely. I didn't like any of the answers, but I suppose I can't complain <laughs> that they weren't there. <laughs> Well, hopefully you'll be able to get some more and 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 more awful ones, and we'll we'll slowly draw this not horror game onwards. But uh, until then, <laughs> bye, bye everyone. Bye. 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 Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. 
To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord, or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.